everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 41. My name is Haley, and I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. Let me just tell you guys right now, before we dive into this, if you are watching this, check out the new setup. I have an exciting announcement. I also have a new camera, so look at this. I'm so happy with it. If you're curious, this is a Sony camera. It's the ZV-1. I'm so happy with how it looks. So I'm loving this new setup. Again, the video version is back. It's here to stay. So just keep that in mind. I did away with it for a little while, but I'm back in the game now and I'm back and I'm ready to bring it to you. So today uh, we're going to be focusing on reality shifting and shifting in general. This is something that's been a super hot topic on TikTok even on YouTube a little bit too. So I figured I would dive in and uh, share with you guys sort of what I think is really going on when it comes to shifting and how to do it too. So if you are interested in hearing that, then go ahead and stay tuned. All right, so I'm just going to grab a little sip of my LaCroix here before we get started. If you're curious, my favorite flavor as of late has been raspberry. I really love all the flavors, to be honest. Hopefully nobody's triggered by those, uh, you know, drinking noises. But yes, my friends, today we're going to be talking about shifting. I have seen so many TikToks on this, and it's really interesting to me because it seems like for the most part, people always try to shift to Hogwarts. That's how this whole trend started was people looking to shift to Hogwarts and people that claim that they've spent eight months at a time shifting to Hogwarts. So I guess we'll just go ahead and backpedal because this might seem a little bit confusing if you're not entirely familiar with what exactly shifting is. So from my understanding, from what I've seen other people speaking about, shifting is essentially, literally, as the word shifting would suggest, uh, shifting yourself to a new reality. So shifting yourself to a different trajectory, a different experience that feels incredibly real. So There's a couple of ways that people claim that they can go about doing this. So I actually found this article and I'm going to try to put some pictures of it here so you guys can see. But basically they're going to be, um, they're basically just sharing some tips on how to sort of get to it. So again, it's that whole premise of shifting to a reality that you want to experience. So for many, like I said, Hogwarts is what they want to experience. It could be something different than that. It could be a dream vacation. It could be singing to a sold out stadium or, you know, having a having a grand ass time with your favorite celebrity, whatever it might be. So um, I just want to kind of give the background on shifting, how people are explaining it works. And then I'm going to share with you my opinion on what I think it is and how I think you can sort of achieve the same effect. So this is an article that I found from Pop Buzz. So I'm just going to share with you. They gave two methods that you can experience shifting. So the first one is the Alice in Wonderland method. So for the Alice in Wonderland method, you basically want to picture yourself chasing after somebody that you want to hang out with or spend time with in this reality that you're trying to shift to. And then you picture yourself falling down a rabbit hole with them. So I think it's also important to note, I'm like getting so ahead of myself, but it's also important to note that For inducing this shifting experience, you really want to be sort of in that transient sleep state. So right before you're about to fall asleep at night or also before you're about to wake up in the morning when you're in that sort of twilight zone, that's really the sweet spot where you're able to access this allegedly according to some of these sources. 
So that's the first method is the Alice in Wonderland method. Second method is the starfish. So you'll need to lie down in the starfish starfish position when you're half asleep and count down from 100. You then have to imagine your desired reality or if you have a pre-written script about how you want your shifted reality experience to be panning out, then you're going to go ahead and recite that. So again, those two methods that people have spoken about, the Alice in Wonderland method and the starfish method. So I'm going to go ahead and put that away now, dive into a little bit more about what I think the deal is with shifting. So in both of those methods, from a, you know, from a sleep standpoint, from, you know, just a basic human level, nothing esoteric coming into play, right? You're in that sort of in-between state, which we all know is when crazy sleep phenomenon happen. Quite frankly, that's usually the time when they happen is when you're in that in-between, you're in that transition place from not fully asleep to not fully awake. So I think that that is a huge part of it. And I'm going to get into a little bit later what I think is actually happening when you're, you know, trying to induce this state of reality shifting. But something else that I want to point out that I actually think is really powerful is scripting. So I've made some regular YouTube videos about the concept of scripting. It's something that I've done in my life that has transformed my life. I've been able to manifest quite a few things with scripting. I've been able to manifest, you know, my podcast setup here, my camera, a lot of different things and experiences. And it's basically just writing down the reality that you want as if it's already happened. So I'm assuming what these people are doing when they're attempting to shift, let's say, to Hogwarts is before bed, they'll grab their notebook, grab their pen, their paper, whatever it might be, and they'll write out a script as if that was their reality. So maybe somebody will say, I am living in Hogwarts, I'm hanging out with Draco, uh, with Harry, whatever it might be, and they write out that experience as if they are a part of it, and it's so fresh in their mind, it's at the forefront of their minds that then when they're going to sleep... They're in that twilight state. It's easier for them to sort of just like slip into that fabric and slip into that feeling as if it's already happening to them. So I will say from my experience, uh, scripting is super powerful. Scripting is an amazing tool to use for manifestation, for anything really, you know, that you're trying to do with the law of attraction, I think is amazing. So I honestly, I've looked into shifting, you know, I... I think that people are onto something. I think that I just don't necessarily agree with the terminology in which people are expressing what is happening. So in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, so this is entirely my idea of what shifting is, and from what I've experienced as well, is I think shifting is more so entering a state of lucid dreaming and maybe even for some people astral projection. Um, There is a big distinction between the two, and I myself have personally not astral projected, although I would love to at some point. It kind of scares me a little bit, but I've lucid dreamed many times in my life, and I've had a few ways that I have been able to induce it, and also ways that it's happened on its own. So for me, when I lucid dream, it usually happens in that in-between twilight state. Almost every time, without fail, it is happening In the morning. So I'll wake up at like three, you know, or four in the morning or something like that. And I don't have to wake up till six or 6.30. And I've got this awkward amount of time that I have left where I could, you know, either start my day, but it's too early or go back to sleep. And 
usually what happens is when I fall back into that sleep state, that's when the weird mystical things happen. And particularly lucid dreaming is a huge one. And for me, from what I've heard about shifting, lucid dreaming sounds so similar. So I will, you know, be in that sort of twilight state and I'll think about what it is that I want to experience and I'll set that intention. You know, we set that mental intention. That's a huge part of it. So let's say, for example, I'm just going to give you a hypothetical example. I wake up at 4 a.m., you know, I'm kind of tired, not fully asleep yet. Maybe I get up to go to the bathroom, I come back to bed, I crawl back into bed, I feel a little bit drowsy, I'm starting to slip back into that drowsy state, and I set the intention that I want to go on a beach tropical vacation in my dream. And I'm thinking about that, it's at the forefront of my mind, and I'm kind of just focusing on my breathing, you know, slowing down my breathing and relaxing. And this is when I am able to slip into a lucid dream so easily. It's the easiest time of uh, the sleep cycle that I have found that I'm able to make this happen. I kind of hope it happens to me tonight, actually. (laughs) I mean, we'll see what happens. But um, the best way that I could describe it, and I don't know if anyone listening to this can relate, but essentially, when you enter a lucid dream, when you have that sense of awareness It's almost like you've been dropped into a video game. Like every single time that I've had a lucid dream, I have this epiphany moment of, whoa, oh my God, I can control everything that's happening right now. I could literally go fly across the ceiling. I could fly outside. I could do this. I could do that. And it's as soon as you have that awareness that it's almost like this button clicks and the world is your oyster, quite literally. It's the same thing as shifting where to be. So I'm in that lucid dream. I'm able to say, okay, I want to have a dream about meeting this person, or I want to have a dream about going to this place. I want to have a dream about going to space. I want to have a dream about going to the depths of the ocean and seeing what's down there. Like you literally have control over everything that happens. And it's the most amazing experience, guys. If you have not lucid dreamed, oh my gosh, you are missing out. You can literally do whatever you want. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop me a comment down below. Let me know if you've ever had a lucid dream and what that experience was like for you guys because I'm super curious to hear. But to me, that sounds a lot like what shifting is. So when you're in that lucid dream state, time also becomes sort of like this, I don't know if, you know, irrelevant is the word, but we don't really have the same sense of time. So I think there was this viral TikTok of a girl saying that she had an eight-month shift at Hogwarts and, you know, she was there for such a long time. But I feel like when you're in that lucid dream state, you could be creating this entire other reality where everything really does feel like it's been that long. Like, I guess it's entirely possible. You know, anything is possible, especially with the human mind. There's so much that we don't even understand or comprehend yet that is entirely possible. So I don't discount that for a second. I just think that the term shifting is kind of this weird way to explain this experience that is more or less lucid dreaming. Now, I'm going to share with you guys a few tips that I have used in my life that I've found through trial and error that actually helped me to realize when I'm in a lucid dream. Now, these are not necessarily easy, but if you can find a way when you're in that dream state to pay attention to this, it's 
almost like an instantaneous, like I said, that video game sense of just whoosh, like dropping into this new reality. And you're literally a player in your own video game. So my biggest tip of advice for if you're trying to induce a lucid dream. So you're in the dream realm, right? Take a look around you at what's surrounding you. And again, this is not something that's easy to do. This is something that's actually happened to me more by accident than trying to intentionally induce it. But let's say you're in your dream and, you know, you're looking around your house, you're looking at what you've got. Let's say, for example, here, my LaCroix can, I'm looking at it and it clearly says LaCroix here in real life, right? Like I can see it says Raz, cranberry, naturally essence, sparkling water. I know what it looks like. I know what the words uh, say. But when you're in the dream realm, words and writing and letters do not look the same. So if you are in the dream realm and you have the capacity to look around at what's around you, take a look at this LaCroix can. It, it would be gibberish. The, the letters and the words would just be a bunch of numbers and random letters because when we're in that dream realm, our mind doesn't have the same capacity to fully comprehend. We just know that it looks familiar. Um, that's kind of why like you see so many people passing down you, you know, on the street in your lifetime and then you'll see them in your dream. It's because your brain has registered it at one point or another and it's sort of just like mushed this all together. So this can be applied to anything. You take a look at street signs, take a look at cereal boxes, newspapers. When you look down, I swear to you, you will see that the the letters and the numbers don't make sense. And I have done this before, tried and true. This has worked for me. And it's like, boom, you're literally in that new realm, right? Like you are there. You're the master of your own fate, the captain of your own soul. I mean, obviously you are in your waking life as well, but especially when you have that awareness, that realization, I know very vividly, I had one lucid dream in particular where I was in a kitchen. It wasn't even my kitchen. I don't know whose it was, but I saw a cereal box and nothing on it made sense. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'm in a lucid dream. I was like, let me start small. I'm going to start with just flying around the four corners of the room that I'm in. So I literally, from that point, it was like I said, it's like you're a sim or a, a video game character. I really don't know how else to say it. And I started, you know, scaling the the corners of the room and then I took it outside. And then from there, I just had this crazy wild adventure and it feels so real. I am telling you, it feels like it has truly happened. It's so crazy to me because I don't even understand how it works, but it feels completely real. And I'm telling you, you can literally do whatever you want because it's basically this alternate realm, right? But it's this alternate realm where we have total and complete control over what is happening in that specific minute. And it's a really cool kind of like escape from the current reality. And that's a big distinction that I want to get into um, for like the second part of explaining kind of how shifting works. So I think we've established now that shifting is possible. It's basically, in my opinion, just a fancy term for lucid dreaming or inducing a dreamlike state or almost like a meditative trance-like state where you are aware, you're conscious of what you're doing, you have control over what you're doing, but you're not fully awake, right? It's not like I'm I'm it's not like I'm speaking to you here now and I'm going to go snap my finger and I'm going to shift to Hogwarts. Like that's not going to happen. Um it would be pretty cool if it did, but 
that's not how it works. Shifting is definitely something that's connected to those sleep realms. And there's so much endless possibility when it comes to the realm of sleep. And I think that we truly have access to hidden knowledge about ourselves, about um, even potentially ETs when we access some of that dream realm. If you guys want me to maybe dive into that a little bit more, drop me a comment, a review, whatever it might be, let me know. I'd be happy to dive into that. But second thing that I want to say with this is that reality shifting is also possible in the physical realm, in the waking realm here and now. And I don't mean that as much in the immediate sense of shifting as you would when you're asleep or as you're lucid dreaming, but shifting reality is something that we consciously do every single day. And even unconsciously, whether we know it or not, we have the capacity to shift our reality. We have the capacity to completely change the trajectory of our life based on the choices that we made in the present moment that we're given. So with that being said, if you are looking to shift your reality to a completely different experience where maybe you are a super successful soccer player or something, you have the capacity to shift to that reality. You absolutely have the ability to do that, but understand that it's going to take time. The universe doesn't operate under the same time and space constraints that we humans are accustomed to. So just understand that you are able to shift your reality every single day through the conscious choices that you make, through the narrative that you reaffirm to yourself. So the belief system, the internal beliefs that you are reiterating and encouraging and feeding and continuing to foster and build. Those are the things that are going to allow you to shift your reality. So for example, I will use myself as an example. I used to tell myself I was a terrible runner. I used to tell myself I was unathletic. I was the least athletic person, you know, in my high school, whatever it might have been. And that was a belief that I reiterated to myself day in and day out. But once I made a conscious choice to identify myself as someone who was strong, who was athletic, who loved fitness, who loved working out, I started to embody that identity and then it just became a part of who I am. So think about that for a second, right? If you're trying to shift to some sort of experience, obviously, you know, shifting to Hogwarts is probably something we should keep for the lucid dreaming realm, the sleep realm, because Hogwarts doesn't exist at least in this universe or this timeline or this reality that we are currently living in now. And so shifting to it permanently, right, is is not quite as attainable as it would be to shift to something that's more so here in the realm that we exist in now. So I'm not saying it's not possible. I think that anything is possible. Like I said, I think we have access to these other realms in that dream state, in that twilight state. But in order to slowly shift your reality to the experience that you desire to manifest, whether it be health, wealth, success, happiness, abundance, whatever it might be, you have the ability to do that. It's just going to take a little bit more time. And it's hard work too. I'm not going to lie to you. It's really hard to rewire your internal dialogue and think about how it is that you're speaking to yourself. Because I think a lot of times people get misconstrued with the law of attraction. You know, they think that it's just thinking positive thoughts and I can sit on my couch and I can think about all the positive thoughts in the world and everything's just going to come to me and it's going to be so good and it's going to be so awesome. We still have to put action behind that intention, right? At the end of the day, we still have to 
to work towards that goal, to work towards that reality if that's what we are desiring. So, you know, it really just comes down to a matter of being aware of the mindset that you're in, being aware of the story that you're telling yourself, that you're continuously reaffirming to yourself each and every single day and working on what you can do to align with the reality that you're trying to go to. So you can think of it almost as like a train track, right? So I think Aaron Dowdy has spoken about this in his videos too, by the way. So I just want to give him props for this analogy because I think it's a great way to kind of explain reality. So you can think of reality as existing on a set of train tracks. So let's say that this is the negative reality train track. This is the negative trajectory. And this is the positive one, right? So we want to obviously get onto the positive trajectory. Now, eventually, at some point, if we're on the negative one, if we're thinking positively, if we are, you know, really visualizing and feeling the emotions as if we are already in that reality, like give yourself permission to already feel as if you have everything that you desire in your heart. Allow yourself to feel that first. That is what is then going to get you onto the train track of that positive reality, that positive trajectory. But again, understand that it starts with the feeling first. This is your permission slip here if you're listening to this today to allow yourself to feel and embody those emotions as if you have every desire that you've already wanted in your life. Feel it first and understand that with that vibration, with that frequency, you are then undoubtedly going to attract the exact reality that you are trying to match. But again, it starts within. So all in all here, Shifting is something that's super fun. I think it's really interesting. I'm actually going to try to see if I can, you know, do a lucid dream tonight or something. It would be really fun to do that and see how that goes. But again, shifting, in my opinion, basically just a fancy term for lucid dreaming, a fancy term for that entire experience. Again, you have total control over what you're doing. So I don't really see how it's much different from lucid dreaming, aside from maybe the fact that the time frame seems like it lasts a lot longer when you're shifting. Um, So that's sort of like the short-term immediate gratification sort of like amusement portion of shifting. I don't really know how else to describe it. Um, And then the long-term, the sustainable, right, approach to shifting is, like I said, getting onto that train track that you want to be on by first aligning yourself within. So That is all I have for you today, my loves. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please give this video a huge thumbs up. It helps out my channel so much. Hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on more videos. I am so excited to dive into some more content uh, here on the podcast with this new video setup. So yes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, drop me a rating, drop me a review. It really helps us out. Um, It helps push this podcast to more people. So I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your support. Sending you all the love in the world. And may you be able to shift to yourself, you know, long term or short term. It's totally up to you. The world is your oyster, guys. I will see you next time. Bye.